0: Hello and welcome to InsureTech Insider episode 44. I'm Sarah Kachansky and today I bring you a series of interviews recorded at an event 11FS held in partnership with the FCA and the Treasury at Level 39 in London. The purpose of the event was to explore how we can improve access to contents insurance for underserved customers, particularly those on low incomes. The event was attended by a wide range of participants from industry players, both big and small, who threw themselves very energetically into workshopping. When we allowed them a few minutes breather, I was able to record some really interesting interviews with participants and some of the judges. So without further ado, first up, I spoke to John Glenn, MP and Economic Secretary to the Treasury. I'm Sarah Kachansky, and I'm here with John Glenn, who is the Economic Secretary to the Treasury. How are you today? Very well, thanks, Sarah. Good to be here. So we are here, I should describe where here is, we are currently in level 39. We are at an event that has been organised um, in partnership with both the Treasury and the FCA, and ourselves, at fs to talk about how we can improve access to contents insurance in the UK, particularly mm. um, among some lower income, uh, the lower income demographic. Mm. So. Um, Could you start off by telling me, you know, why is this an area that you're so passionate Mm. about? Why are you here?
1: (laughs) Well, it goes to the heart of my mission as Economic Secretary, which is to see the city prosper. And we've got some amazing uh, propositions when it comes to fintech and insurtech, but also to make financial services accessible to the poorest in our society. So financial inclusion is a responsibility I have in the Treasury. Uh, So this event today really brings those two worlds together and says, look, you know, there is a gap here where the poorest in society, typically those that rent, do not have uh, home insurance. How can we create the sense that there is a need for that? And then how can the uh, insurance industry provide suitable products for people that at the moment can't find a, a proposition that is cost effective?
0: And is it, um, is it quite unusual for the Treasury and the FCA to get together like this and to organise this kind of event? I mean, are you, I have to say, everybody's working beautifully together. Yeah. Um, but I'm um, just thinking along the ideas of, like, why, why did the Treasury decide to take action on this rather than just letting the market sort itself out?
1: Well, because the, one of the key things in this industry is the coming together of uh, government policy and the regulator to create an enabling environment for economic activity to happen. Because where there is significant risks of consumer detriment, it's important that the uh, understanding of what actually needs to be covered off in terms of you know, what is a permissible, in terms of data that can be collected, uh, what's going to happen to people's uh, the footprint of their, of knowledge known about them, etc. These sorts of issues need to be interrogated. But the Treasury is very proactive in, t- in terms of uh, supporting fintech. We're world leaders in fintech. We had a conference last year and we've seen massive investment. We've seen massive investment in, in InsurTech last year. Uh, up over 10% on the previous year.
0: So so we're hoping, um, well, I'm certainly hoping that InsurTech is the next big area to take off, but uh, it sounds like that's very much um, moving to the front of your room as well. InsurTech is something that's got the backing of, of your department and, and others. Yeah,
1: absolutely. insurtech's really critically important. We see it, you know, one other part of the insurance market, L- Lloyds of London, they've got an InsurTech lab there. But here is about actually getting uh, startup firms working together to try and establish how they break into this market and provide better products more cheaply to people who at the moment aren't using them.
0: So is that what you're hoping comes out of today's session? Because I should point out that the session has been, um, it, we're working them very, very hard. We've, we're on to yep. session four and they've only been here an hour and a half. We did let them have a cup of tea. Yep. Um, but you know, the, 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 what is it that, that you're hoping will, will come out of this that we will have at the end of the day?
1: Well, we've, we've seen fantastic innovation uh, in the contents insurance market and firms like Urban Jungle and bought by many who I think are represented here today. And what we really want to see is explosion of, of more concepts, more market propositions, and see the industry grow. Competition is good. But as this is a, a new market opportunity, really, uh, it's important that we provide a supportive, enabling environment, which is what we've got here at level 39. And you know, I hope that we'll see new insights, new ideas, and Say ultimately, new investment in new businesses,
0: and I guess it's important that um, that comes along from some of the larger participants we have here today as well. So I think it's you know I'm sure you'll agree with me, but it's it's important. It's not just those tech who get the backing; it's that the big players get the the support that they need to go out and experiment with new ideas as well.
1: Well, it's always a challenge for large firms to you know keep at the cutting edge of product innovation because they can say, well, they've got you know a reliable. Uh, client base, they've got a reliable uh, return on their investment. But actually, there's an enormous untapped market. And what you're really talking about is actually finding a way that people can uh, access a contents insurance policy without a significant excess, um, which you know, actually means that many don't bother. Um, and that obviously puts them at con- you know, con- uh, risks that they wouldn't really always be familiar with until something bad happens.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, it's partnerships all round in the room today, but also that point about something bad happening, I think it's a very you know, emotional area for, mm. for, for people who are looking to buy insurance. Um, so what what's next after this event? Is there anything else in the pipeline uh, around the InsureTech space?
1: Well, we're always looking at ways that we can partner with a regulator mm. to extend the openness that we have got this the regulatory sandbox that the CA have. And so we work with them to say, well, what, what more can we do? And obviously we keep aware of the challenges that fintechs and insurtech face in terms of accessing talent, uh, in terms of uh, you know, actually making their businesses grow. So I, I'm not aware of a specific uh, event in the next few days, but you know, this is part of our ongoing engagement with the world leading industry that we want to prosper uh, in London and throughout the United Kingdom.
0: Well, the message is that the, tr- the Treasury is listening, the SCA is listening, always, and London is open. <laughs>
1: yeah. so, and, uh, and we're doing really well. I mean, the investment we had last year, I think it was over 700 million in InsurTech alone. And as I say, that was up significantly on the previous year. And uh, you know, long may it continue. I mean, it's great news. It's good for the economy. It's good for jobs, and it's good for the consumers that benefit from the new products that are, are really, you know, established at events like this.
0: Brilliant! And they're all having loads of fun in there. So I know you're going to go in and, I'm and have meet a them chat now. and meet them now. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for joining me.
1: No problem. Thank you very much, Sarah.
0: Next up, I had a chat with Francesca Hopwood Road, head of RegTech and Advanced Analytics at the Financial Conduct Authority. I'm Sarah Kuchanski, and I'm here with Francesca Hopwood-Rode, who is the Head of RegTech and Advanced Analytics at the FCA. How are you today, Francesca? I am
2: very well, thank you, Sarah. I got
0: your title right this time. You did, you did. It was
2: perfect. (laughs)
0: Um, So I should say, where is. We are in Level 39. We are at an event that is being hosted in partnership with the FCA and HMT and 11FS. Mm -hmm. And what we are doing is um, trying to find ways to make access to content insurance Easier particularly for the low income demographic yes exactly so why is the SDA here what, what, what why are you here Francesca
2: I think because we recognize that this is a persistent problem it's been around for a long time and I think we you know where where we come into it is is you know, we know that there are the kind of blossomings of some innovative and interesting ways of, of cracking this. We've already seen some examples of that, and so today is about kind of continuing that conversation and seeing and encouraging that conversation and seeing what else might um, what, what else might emerge from bringing together a diverse group of people who have an interest and an understanding of the sector to see how we might kind of take this forward.
0: So, um, what you know, the, the FCA is here. You're actually—I should point out—that you're you're, part- you're participating in that you're you're watching. But you, the FCA observing, is not actually yes. o- on yeah, the yeah, tables. Yeah, we're observing. So we've got some tables in there of, um, and they have got a mixture of incumbents and mixture of yes. startups. So, um, what you know, what, what what have you have you heard so far actually? Because you've been sitting in this morning. I've
2: been incredibly impressed um, by kind of the kind of willingness to sort of step into what for some might be quite a new environment, a new way of working. Um, I think what's really interesting is the blend of skills and perspective. So, listening in to some incumbents, um, uh, organizations uh, who have uh, started trying to tackle this in in different ways, and actually seeing them come together and discuss um, that cross-fertilization of ideas, um, where there are similarities between the different discussion groups, but actually where there are differences as well. And, um, you know, I think that's really fruitful to see. You know, within a group of people who may have similar backgrounds, actually, um, and you know. Uh, maybe similar experiences within the sector, the different perspectives that can emerge. So, what are you you hoping comes out of this today? So,
0: you said you know you're you're hoping for the, the cross fertilisation of ideas and getting a diverse group in a room. But what's the what's the aim? Is it is it for the FCA to get ideas to to go away and think, oh, we can we can help in this
2: area? I think, or, it's, or? I think it's to 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 recognise and enable uh, a sector to sort of continue to that journey of embracing innovation and embracing w- the possibilities around uh kind of tech and how it might start to break into the this issue and others like it um, so for us it's about um, enabling a conversation um, and and bringing those sort of component parts together
0: and also it's interesting to me because I'm, the FCA has been very supportive of fintech um, in the UK but um, it's, it's interesting for me to see that that you're sort of uh, Insurtech is close to my heart so I'm happy to see the FCA engaging Insurtech but is, is it something that you feel is kind of you're, you're ready to take on now if you've had such success with fintech Sure, take us kind on of the next
2: step if you like. Um, I think it's 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 definitely an area where we're seeing you know examples of of you know good examples of activity. Uh, you know, Viva and the Moneyline partnership in the mm-hmm. in the in the sandbox is a really good example of that. So we're we're definitely kind of. Um, uh, Watching with interest mm-hmm. to see how this is how this is going to develop,
0: and I guess it, it, it shows people that you're you're open to insuretechs approaching you as well. Because I think maybe you, you know there's not a lot of noise has been made about fintech in the media and otherwise, but actually you're not you're not close to the idea of insuretechs coming
2: to speak to you at all. No, not at all, not at all.
0: Um, and so, you know, what's what, what's next after this for you? I mean, I'm not saying you know, right now, tomorrow, what are you going to go and do? But is this the start of something else,
2: or is this well, hopefully, it's the start of something else. I think uh, we, I think it's uh, uh, it's an open conversation. I think because what what will be curious to see is you know what does come out of it so you know when we when we kind of listen into the pitches uh, later on you know what are the ideas that are coming through um and to start to see who's bringing forward those ideas actually and and um kind of you know starting to think think about what they look like in terms of feasibility and all those kind of things so so for 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 us i think it's about um kind of watching with interest <laughs> to see um you know if these might come back round into our sandbox yeah. for example
0: uh, um, and you're encouraging as well, you should point out. You're not just sitting back and observing, you're encouraging people to think and, and put these yeah, ideas forward.
2: Yeah, e- encouraging um, and sort of hopefully e- enabling a level of confidence for people to, to kind of step forward and think and and, um, uh, and share ideas in, in this way.
0: And what, um, so if anybody's listening and they think I'm an insurtech and I'd love to come and speak to the FCA about an
2: idea I have, um, wh- how can they do that? Where should they How should they approach you? Um, come into our, our Innov- Innovate team um, to come through to the sandbox. Well, thank you very much for your time, Francesca. No, thank you, Sarah. It's a pleasure. I hope you enjoy the pitching sessions this afternoon. So do I.
0: Um, we should point out that we have got trophies for the winners. So. I,
2: I well, I'm very <laughs> delighted. I'm very excited to see these trophies and uh, <laughs> to present them. To see them being presented, rather to uh, to the successful successful kind of pitchies. Brilliant. Thank you so much. Thank you. I also
0: spoke to Sophie Winwood, an associate at Anthemis. I'm Sarah Kachansky, and I'm here with Sophie Winwood, who is a friend of the show by
3: this point, let's face it. How oh, are you today, Sophie? I'm very good, thank you.
0: But you're actually not here today to talk about Anthemist. You're actually here as part of this event we're co-hosting with the SCA and HMT, which is all about improving access to content insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, you are going to be a judge later on. <laughs> no, it's very exciting. I feel very privileged. <laughs> um, so the, the event we've talked about a little bit, already earlier with my, my other interviews but what have you what have you heard so far today well you know has, has it been an interesting session you know what have you heard that's excited you or interest you
3: yeah i think it's been really fascinating it's obviously a really interesting problem and the idea that you're getting sort of incumbent players and also shortex to come in and really sort of brainstorm and, and almost think differently about the project you've got two people coming from different angles so you've got the insurers that really know the industry that are quite um, you know, stuck in their ways, but but are very, very knowledgeable. And then you've got the insurtechs kind of maybe coming up from a different angle. So it'll be really interesting to see what these guys kind of come up with together. Is there anything you've heard today so far that you thought, oh, I hadn't even thought about that? Yeah, so I think what's been really interesting is how um, the people are having to put themselves in the shoes of the consumer. And one of the interesting things was, you know, um, claims um, within the insurance policy are this thing that is at the end, and it's this kind of, usually a a really annoying thing, which is like, something's gone wrong, and now I have to go to my insurer and figure out how to get Mm. uh, money. But actually, look at it. Is there a way where insurers can come in when they actually haven't been um, the policy provider, come in at claim, and say, you know what, we're going to help you. You're not our customer, but we've got this problem. We'll help you, and then we'll create a relationship off the back of that and say, you know what, actually, we'll help with your claim, but you know for example your boiler's broken down this may happen again it may happen with other sort of contents why don't we help you out and then support you through kind of the rest of your your experience living I think that's yeah. interesting it's been fascinating hasn't it with this idea, a lot of the ideas that have come up today
0: have been flipping things on their heads Yeah, so the, the, the example you just mentioned like going at the point of claim rather than, rather than you know Ten years before something that may or may never happen. Yeah. Something that's actually happened. will exactly. help you at this point? Um, no, it's been fascinating to see what they come up with. So, um, what are you? What are you hoping to hear later? We haven't got to the pitches yet,
3: but what are you? What are you hoping to hear? I think I'm hoping to hear something kind of that I haven't heard before. That that's a little bit different. That's going to make me think and go like, oh, that's really interesting. You know, we we look at a lot of in tech companies and at the moment we still haven't s- kind of seen that fintech revolution which is loads of people using new insurtech products fundamentally changing the way they buy insurance so it'd be nice to have a, a you know like a ooh like this could this could work and this would be super interesting i think that'd be quite a nice moment and i guess you hear quite a lot of pitches actually in your line of work <laughs> Um,
0: yeah, no it's going to be super interesting to see what comes out of it. so um you're you know you're you're working in the insurance space quite regularly. um is home insurance content insurance something you see a lot of anyway? you said something you haven't heard before, but do
3: you do you get much
0: you know do you hear much with your ear to the ground and your sort of with your VC hat on in this space or is it actually quite a quiet area from your perspective?
3: It's actually reasonably quite. I mean, the, the big thing is IoT, right? So there's a, a lot of um, investment around IoT in the house and smart homes and things like that, um, but but not really innovation around the core product of contents insurance. Uh, and if it is, it's more of a um, just front end. You know, a little bit easier to interact with, a little bit more digital. But actually, the back end is all still um, either they're just a provider of of you know a broker of insurance. Or that maybe they're doing a bi- little bit of MGA with different data, but nothing that's sort of been like, stand out, this is really different, this is really interesting. Um, so so hopefully something comes out of this.
0: Yeah, and I'm also, I don't know if you, I'll, I'll posit an idea and then see if you agree with me, but I think that the getting the big guys and the small guys together in the same room and forcing them to think about uh, you know something on an equal footing, which is what they are at this event, yeah. is might, might, quite exciting and might lead to something a bit different.
3: Yeah, 100%. I mean, it, it, you, I really hope it, it will be, because you're like. Like like you said, they are in these two different worlds at the moment, but actually, they, they can work together and collectively move the industry on quite a lot. And I hope that, that people will pick up different ideas from different people where you just wouldn't get, say, you've got an innovation team and an incumbent. They're not going to get that outside experience. Startups aren't going to get the incumbent experience. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's an awesome event. And, and I'm really excited about hearing about the pitches.
0: Brilliant. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Um, if people don't know where to find you, though I'm sure they do by now, but can you remind us where they might be able to find you if they have any exciting ideas regarding home insurance or otherwise?
3: Yeah. absolutely so they can email pitch at anthemus.com for any exciting insuretech tech um, ideas and then uh, my email is sophia anthemus or my twitter is sophie winwood brilliant thank you so much thanks
0: next i sat down with caroline wayman chief executive and chief ombudsman at the financial ombudsman service I'm Sarah Kachansky and I'm here with Caroline Wyman, who is the Chief Executive of the Financial Ombudsman. How are you today? I'm really well, thank you. So um, here is, again, a Level 39, where we are at uh, this event, which has been put on in partnership with 11FS, uh, the FCA, HMT, to talk about how we can improve access to content insurance, um, particularly for, for low-income uh, consumers and demographics. So um, you're here to be a judge uh, of, of the pitches towards the end of the day, Caroline. Uh, how, how did you get involved? Why, why are you here? I'm here because
4: we got an invitation from (laughs) our our colleagues and friends at the Treasury and uh, the Financial Conduct Authority. Um, But I guess why I was really delighted to accept the invitation was because our day job is all about looking at consumer complaints about insurance. So um, at the Ombudsman, we see what happens when things go wrong. Um, and that also gives us quite a unique insight probably into the way that things can be done really well as well. So really keen to support an event that is looking to try and really innovate for consumers and really make things better. So fantastic to be here. Um,
0: and so you, uh, what were you looking for? So you, you've, you've arrived um, as they're just finishing up their pitches. I know you're going to go and have a, have a chat with them in a minute. But what are you, what are you looking Looking for, what are you hoping to see from those pitches.
4: Well, hoping some original ideas and some different ways of thinking. I mean, looking at the list of attend- attendees looks like a really um, diverse mix of people. So it'd be great to hear sort of some new ideas and and really challenging the the status quo and thinking about how things can be done differently because it's very you know it's a very complicated area at times insurance. But I think something that's really focused on what do customers need, what's what's actually you know practical for people, what are they, what's the real need, and particularly I think people who find it hard to access financial services, a real opportunity to help people access the products they need, the products they want and need. So, uh, so, we, we talked. Uh, yes, so um, presumably, um, correct me if I'm wrong here, but you
0: you don't just deal with insurance; you deal with a, a huge range of financial services
4: complaints. Um, do, you, do you see more in the area of insurance than anywhere else, or is it sort of pretty evenly spread? Uh, we see complaints about a whole range of financial products. In um, insurance, it's been going up a bit lately. Actually, um, seeing quite a lot of concerns around renewal pricing in insurance. Um, but I guess we've tended to see complaints over the years about things that happen really often and and it almost uh, sort of seems like there's always this area of confusion I think probably the biggest thing is this gap perhaps between what people think they've got and what they've actually got so actually and across all of our different areas that can be true but I think that's particularly true in insurance that the kind of headline of what people think that they've bought so peace of mind and cover in every circumstance what people sometimes think of course the reality can be quite different
0: and, um, and it's interesting as well, because that would be people who have bought a product and not been covered. But what we're looking at here today is um, actually targeting those groups who, who don't have insurance. So helping people get access to, uh, to products they really do need, is, is it part of your, your services remit as well, I
4: assume? Well, we're really keen to try and help underpin confidence and help people to feel like they can be confident in interacting with financial services, getting the products they need, and knowing that if something goes wrong, they can come to the Ombudsman Service, which is free for consumers. And you know you don't need to have people to represent you you could just come and tell us your story in your own words so really hope that actually by our very existence and the fact that an independent body does exist to help people can help people to feel confident in products but there are definitely areas of insurance where people have have lost some confidence and they've lost some trust so I'm really keen to support initiatives that are looking at new ways of trying to help people to access what they really need. And um, and this is something that
0: you know that I believe is important and I, I'd like to get your perspective on it, but it's making sure different groups in the industry work together. So you're here from the financial ombudsman, we've also got the SCA and the Treasury, and we've got incumbents and we've got startups. So you know is, is that something that I mean, I'm going to, if you disapprove, please tell me now. I assume not, but it's something that I'd like to see more of and something that I'm, I'm guessing you would as well, sort of all those different groups getting together.
4: Most definitely. I mean, I think that's where you get the best ideas, where you've got a real diverse range of perspectives and people who are going to challenge the status quo and people who've got some experience of different sorts of things as well. And, you know, just a whole range of different backgrounds, because I think it'd be easy sometimes for people to think, oh, we tried that or that won't work because, and, and you really need a mixture of views to be able to think, well, if you bring all the different perspectives together, what's the art of the possible um, and really innovating I think is really to be encouraging. Encouraged,
0: and, and from my perspective, it's great to see all these different bodies, official and unofficial, in the same room and talking to each other yes. and being nice to
4: each other. <laughs> and most, most definitely, yeah, and most definitely. Now, we're big believers in that. I mean, a lot of what we do, again, in the day job is about trying to bring people together, get people to have conversations. Actually, complaints are often about what happens when people stop talking to each other, relationships break down, and people don't have those sorts of interactions. So we're really, really supportive of that um, and think it's really important. And we are always keen to be involved, I think, uh, where we can add sort of insight and be able to draw on the experience we have from complaints which is obviously w- where things go wrong but actually you can learn a lot from that and not not see it's a bad thing see it as a set of insights from your customers it's feedback really and so hopefully we can bring a sort of you know our own unique perspective and but but one of the great things about today is hearing from everyone else and that's uh, what i'm looking forward to
0: brilliant well if people do want to, to get in touch either, either with you because they've got an idea about insurance and you know how, how we can work together or um you know people have complaints what was the best way to get in touch with either you personally for this particular kind of area or the Financial Ombudsman, what's the website or contact details for them?
4: So, you can find us um, just um, online with the Financial Ombudsman. Just Google Financial Ombudsman, you'll find us very, very quickly. Um, and uh, you can, can contact us in a number of ways. You can call us, you can write to us, you can email us, you can contact us online. So, um, you can find us on Twitter, you can find us on Facebook. So, I mean, you know, all the normal channels, are, all things are available, however you want to do it, really. Um, and, and I think, you know, one of the big things is people often think with organisations like ours, it's going to be really Difficult, and there's going to be a lot of form filling. But we're trying to make that as easy as possible for people. So, um, you know, if in doubt, just give us a ring or just have a look on the website. And um, we've just launched a new website actually, so um, hopefully really easy to do that and really encourage people who need our help to do so.
0: Brilliant. Well, it sounds like you're approachable both from a perspective of if you know, people do have an issue with the financial services product, or indeed if they want to include you in any further initiatives of this type. For sure, it would be great to hear more. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much for joining me. Pleasure. Next up, I spoke to Jimmy Williams, co-founder of Urban Jungle. I'm here with Jimmy Williams from Urban Jungle. How are you today, Jimmy?
5: Very well. Thank you, Sarah.
0: Um, Do you want to start by giving us an overview actually of of what it is that Urban Jungle does? And that might explain why you're here at this event.
5: Absolutely. Yeah. So um, I'm the CEO and co-founder of Urban Jungle. Um, We're a renters-focused insurance provider. Um, so it's quite fun today. I think about the kind of things we've been discussing all day, every day. Um, and it's kind of reassuring that some other people care. <laughs> um, and are willing to spend an afternoon thinking about it and talking about it. So it's been very fun.
0: Um, so, uh, you know, what have, what's been the most interesting thing you found today? Is it, you know, presumably, because I should point out as well that you've been sitting on a table with some people from some incumbent insurers. So it's not just a load of startups sort of, uh, you know, patting each other on the back, if you like. You've had some other people in the room. But what, what have you, what's the most interesting value so far today?
5: Yeah, I think um, what's really good and encouraging is um, certainly the one thing we worry about from the big insurers is that. They look at young renters and say, "Ooh, don't fancy them," you know, too many parties, risky, yeah. or low income, or or whatever. And actually, I think there's just a general acceptance now that um, a lot more people are renting than ever before. The you know number of people doing it is growing, and there's a kind of onus on insurance companies to think more carefully about what products they can provide to what is a growing and you know already really large segment. So whatever it is, you know, I think it's about forty percent of UK households are rented now, right? So. It's a lot of people it's (laughs) uh, nearly half the population so um so i think it was great to kind of hear that uh, kind of willingness to do it i think um the second point was um we did a lot of brainstorming today you guys made us work work very hard and i think it's it's very interesting and, and a good reminder for me that actually you know it's unlikely that there is one solution to this problem there are actually 40 solutions to this problem 50 solutions to this problem um and we have thought about lots of the things we've discussed today. We've tried some of them, but that's just a reminder that we need to keep trying more of them and so maybe some more of them will work and we can kind of go back to the, the drawing board on some of them.
0: Perfect. Well, that sounds like the aim of the day is to get everybody talking and to make everybody think. Um, we're just about to go back in for the judging, but what are you, what are you hoping comes out of today? I mean, is it, you know, a brand new... I, I heard you talking to your team earlier saying, oh, we've already copyrighted our idea. Um, but, you know, on a more serious note, but what's your... What's your hope for this kind of event because this event obviously been put together with the help of the regulators and different groups and that kind of thing
5: yeah so you know hopefully there are one some cheerleaders at some incumbent jurors who say look urban jungle are working on a really tough and interesting problem uh, they're the guys who are innovating this space let's go and chat to them let's do something with them let's do a proof of concept a partnership whatever um, that you know that would be a great result but also um, the opportunity to get the views of of government and and, and the regulator about this space and you know, where their headspace is at and give us a little bit of an opportunity to kind of maybe to slightly influence their headspace too and, uh, and talk to them about how we see the problem.
0: But it's great they're listening, right?
5: Yes. Yeah, absolutely. It's great that people have it on the agenda.
0: Brilliant. Well, um, remind us where people can find out more about you at Urban Jungle if they'd like.
5: So www.myurbanjungle.com uh, and you can uh, find, follow us on Twitter at uh, myurbanj. Brilliant. Thank you so much. Thanks very much.
0: And to close out this episode, I spoke to Lorraine Price, Head of Household Product Development and Strategic Delivery at Direct Line Group. I'm Sarah Kuczanski, and I'm here with Lorraine Price from Direct Line Group today. How are you, Lorraine?
6: I am awesome. Today's been a really great day, so... um, uh, Not too exhausted? (laughs) No, no, not at all. (laughs) And I think when we first looked at the agenda and the amount of content we were gonna get through, there was a bit of uh, sit back in your seat and go, oh, not sure we're going to get all of this done. But actually, the, the pace of it has really kept us on track all day long. So, it, you know, getting to the end of the day and being able to do that pitch. Uh, felt unmanageable at the beginning of the day, but actually we all got there and we've all done some great pitches. Brilliant. So um,
0: do you want to give us a quick overview of, of, of what you do at Direct Lines, obviously a large organisation.
6: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, I have a very long job title. It's Head of Household Product Development, Okay. Uh, which essentially means that we look at uh, all of our existing products that are in the household space. So not motor, not rescue, um, and we look at how they're performing. Are customers getting what they expect from it? Uh, are they able to use the the product when they come to make a claim or uh, are there some things in the T's and C's that maybe they, they haven't really realised about? Uh, and then we also have a, a second part of our role, which is looking at um, new things out there. So how are customer needs changing and how can Direct Line Group um, and meet those needs going forward
0: so what have you got out of today i mean that's what you do on a a, a day job if you like and that's kind of explains why why you're in the room today but like what do you what have you felt that you've learned what
6: are you going to take away uh so uh we've There's definitely something about the pace from today, so um, ways of working and, and, you know, not sitting back as a a large insurer and taking a long time to work through things. Actually, if you get the right people in the right place, you can come up with some great ideas. Uh, And just taking that spin and putting things on their head and, and looking at things from a completely different angle in order to get that innovative idea rather than the same thing that you came up with two, three years ago.
0: And I should point out that congratulations as well. You were on one of the winning teams. Yes. So um so what's next after a celebratory glass of wine what's next for, for do, what would you what would you like to come next do you think are you going to take this away and sort of implement some of these ideas in direct line group or are you going to Leave Direct Line Group and copyright that idea and <laughs> set your own startup up?
6: Well, it has been known for people that work in product development to go away and set up their own startups. We know uh, Phoebe from Broly did exactly that. So, uh, you know, that's always an option. Um, but I guess at the moment, it's taking some of the learnings from today, bringing them back into my team, and uh, hopefully. Uh, being better at meeting that customer need in the future.
0: And, and brilliant to see both the FCA and the Treasury here as well, I have to say, supporting this, this initiative.
6: Yeah, it was a, a very senior panel to pitch to, which um, was something that yeah, I was talking to some of the other uh, people that are here, and you know, you'd normally spend weeks prepping for a pitch at this level. So yeah, it was awesome to see all those people together brilliant
0: um if people want to find out more about direct line group um where or you know to get in touch with yourself if you'd like but where, where should they head do you have a website an email address anything like that you'd like to
6: share with our listeners uh we do so uh our web address is uh, directlinegroup.com that's our company uh web address you can find out about our individual brands on brand websites uh, and i'm on linkedin so look me up perfect thank you so much thank you
0: that wraps up another Tech insider as always you can find the show on twitter at nstick insiders and if you like what you've heard this week don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and please please leave us a review on itunes if you have any suggestions or feedback please reach out on twitter or email podcasts at 11fs.com thank you for listening goodbye